Greetings, shipmates. Welcome to this edition of Voyage of Rediscovery, a commemoration of the fall 1998 journey on Semester at Sea. Before we jump in, or shall I say dive in, a reminder that you can follow our voyage, access other conversations, check out all participant bios, learn about and contribute to the Fall 1998 Commemorative Scholarship, as well as order swag from sas25th.com, and that's sas25th.com. Dolphins portside! All right, excuse me, let's start the show. In today's episode, we speak with Mikan Greenemeyer. Back in 1998, we knew Mikan as Mikan Mulder, and she attended Arizona State University. Originally from Edina, Minnesota, Mikan will share how her experience still helps her to relate to people today, particularly those from overseas, as well as which ports of call influenced her the most, and her bafflement at how we got around anywhere without Google Translate. Hop on board, everyone. The ship is leaving. Let's talk a little bit about what made you go on Semester at Sea. That is a really good question. I remember hearing about it. Actually, some girls I went to high school with had gone on this amazing trip on a boat around the world. And so I just had to know more. And I've I think I went to this, I don't think the internet would have been where I got my information, but I can't remember life before it. So maybe did I have a pamphlet, like some actual something I held in my hand? I don't remember, but I ran home and told my roommate about it. And um, she actually ended up being my roommate on the ship. But I said, we got to, we got to do this. Look how cool this is. So it just seemed, um, like a no-brainer. My parents were always really into travel and exploring and kind of learning about different cultures. So it seemed like a great way to just kind of see it all. I had a conversation with someone the other day and we were talking the same way. Was it the internet? No, it was <laughs> a pamphlet. Maybe back a when poster? They used to... <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. So that's amazing. So you went and you were also fortunate uh, or unfortunate, but I suppose fortunate to be able to room with a roommate that you knew ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. That How was... did your relationship change, if at all, as a result of knowing each other from home and having this touch point and then going on this experience together? Well, I think it just sealed us for life. I mean, she can't shake me now. So she's tried. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, and with everyone I met, really, I mean, you just kind of pick up where you left off. When you've been at a train station in India at 4 a.m., who else can you connect with those funny stories that happen along the way there? I mean, it's just, you're just woven together forever. You mentioned India. One of the things that I like to ask about is, was there a particular port or destination that you were most looking forward to or differently from any of the others that were part of the trip? You know, the only place I had been from Minnesota was uh, Canada and 
Cancun. And so I think everywhere was just, I had no idea what to expect. So I can't say that I remember being really excited over one port over another. I think I was like, if I want to go with what was I most surprised about, I think Japan surprised me the most. I don't know if it was because it was the first port or because it was the first time I'd been somewhere where English truly was not used um, and really had to navigate using hand motions and a lot of, you know, trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B. But I, I, I really, maybe Vietnam, just because, you know, we have so much history there, but I can't say one spoke to me more than the other. I suppose Japan was one of those places where I also learned that raising the volume of your voice didn't <laughs> necessarily make it easier for someone to understand you. Uh, those simple things. But... Yeah, <laughs> I've never had to depict an ATM. It was a lot of do, 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 do. I mean, we didn't do this. So like, what did we do? How did we do that? We didn't have Google Translate. I mean, how about totally off topic, but remember getting off the ship and there were those lines for the pay phones? (laughs) Today's kids will never know. And you'd wait and wait and wait for the three pay phones. Oh my gosh. That's exactly what this is all about. So I really welcome it. So these are wonderful little vignettes. Are there any particular moments that truly stood out to you where you felt this is what it is, or this is something particularly memorable? I think seeing the abject poverty in India was probably one of the most shifting points in my life. I think you can hear about it and read about it, but I I don't think until you're there, you really understand how different some people in the world live. So I think that was probably the point where I was like, wow, I am really fortunate that I live where I live. And I was happened to be born where I was born and into the family I was born into. So it was a big one. And I think I'm confident in saying that because for my 50th, we are taking our three children back to India so they can experience that. um, Because I actually went back to India. So yeah, that was that's a, I think the place that kind of has my heart because it messed with my head, but it really changed me. It's a wonderful phrase. It has my heart. It messed with my head. <laughs> and it's true because you, you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on. And I just want to go to like a pizza hut. And then all I want to do is go back. So yeah, we're, we're going to go back in a few years. And I actually, I looked up all these ways to get around India and it was like, you know, you can book these really fancy trains. I thought, oh, that would be fun. And then I went, you know what? My kids are putting a backpack on and they're going on the trains that we went on. I was like, we're doing it the old fashioned way. We'll just stay in nicer hotels. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to sleep where I slept before, but yeah we're going to get, they're going to get part of the experience at least. So I'm hopeful um, because I just think we're so fortunate here. And I think people really take that for granted. And 
they just don't really have a touch point. It's really the place where there's the most disparity. And mm-hmm. I think you put it very well where it's difficult for children to truly understand how fortunate they are because they don't come into contact with anything. And I live in New York City where you see some scary things for sure, but it doesn't happen at quite the same volume. And I right. mean that in both <laughs> both literal sound <laughs> and exactly and just in yeah. sheer numbers. And so I think that that's definitely part of it. Are there any moments that you'd change if you could that you might redo or try again? Well, um, I'm curious to hear if anyone else has this issue, <laughs> but I have dreams maybe once every couple of years, maybe once a year where I'm, I get to go back on this ship and it's, <laughs> so maybe just the whole thing. <laughs> I think I really liked it. Yeah. I love talking about it. I love seeing people, you know, connecting with people who have that shared experience, even if they weren't on our voyage, there are certain things you'll have in common with them. So, but do I have any regrets of like, did I miss, did I feel like I didn't do something? I don't think so. And maybe part of it is um, we went back and traveled a lot and uh, maybe I did those things then. So in your, in your, in your current life, um, this is sort of where I want to jump to. This is really also fascinating. So you have been back to some of the places where we travel to. Have you been back to all of them? No. And you know, I'm doing the map real quick. We have gone back to India. We went <laughs> to uh, Malaysia when the ship was there. We happened to be there. And so we went out to a bar with all the current students. <laughs> This was 20 years ago or something, but it was so fun. It was so fun. And we actually, they let us back on the ship. So we, we went back on the ship while it was ported in um, Penang. I think we ported in Penang, right? Um, And then not the new ship, the old ship. So, um, and my sister actually went, the real ship. My sister went on (laughs) semester at sea a few years after me. So I've been back on the ship a couple of times and maybe like that kid who like goes back to the high school and they're like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't you have a life now? But it's such a, I mean, it's such a part of my life. And, you know, so I've been back to India, back to Vietnam, Hong Kong. We've not been back to Japan, but that's on the short list. It's coming up. Our kids are old enough. We're going to make the trip. So. So tell me a little bit about your life now how has that experience shaped you what do you find yourself doing today well professionally i am in healthcare um, i work as a physician relations what is my title director of market development so uh, really relational building which i think it's a neat connection point that helps in relationship building and just kind of doing what I do. Not that I refer to it a lot, but I have a pretty broad scope of reference. So it's easy. I can usually find somewhere to connect with somebody. And I do base that a lot on semester at sea, you know, having seen so much of the world, there's usually a connection point you can find with someone even in Kansas. And then I also take part, we live near a um, military base and 
they have 90 officers from around the world who come to military college here. Um, it's a pretty prestigious school. And so they set them up with sponsors. Um, so for about 20 years, we've been sponsoring in international officers. So we kind of get to feel like we're doing something international in Kansas. So um, we've become really good friends with a lot of them, just visited some in London and France. And so it's, it's a great way to still kind of connect to the world because we are, I mean, we're in the middle of the country, we're in Kansas. So we need some feeling of international influence. So that's, that's been good. And of course, being on semester at see that a lot of these people, I mean, they're from places we've been. And so we've got something in common with them already, but I, I just think it just changes your whole approach to life and the world and just kind of how you do everything once you've seen as much as we were lucky enough to see. So I just, I don't think there's anything specific that I could say, you know, I now work with a multinational company and I travel around the world. I'm not like that. I think it's just expanded your view so much that that applies to every area of your life, professional, parenting, um, friendships. Would you recommend it to your kids? Would you hope that they would follow, whether it's through Semester at Sea or this similar type of experience, would you suggest that they take a similar course of action? 100%. Like the biggest problem is going to be, I don't know how they're going to handle me coming with them. So <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be like the most awkward part, but I've told them it'll be like, I'm not even there. I'll be doing my own thing. <laughs> don't come look for me on smoke deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Which is, by the way, how I uh, still di differentiate starboard side um, is smoke deck. And I hope I'm saying that right, because that's how I always remembered it was smoke starboard. And uh, so, yeah, I, that is still, if we've been on a ship, I will go, is it smoke deck or the other side? <laughs> Captain Youngest taught you well. That's wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, Terrific. I know you'd be so proud that that's my takeaway, right? <laughs> as long as you took something away. Can we away, talk about it. smoke deck? Is that okay? Yeah, of course, yeah. Is it vape We're grown deck up. now? What are these kids <laughs> doing? Are they vape decking? <laughs> They're swapping <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah, oh, for sure. no. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, this is so wonderful. Thank you. It's I think so this is fun. terrific. Thanks for checking out this edition of Voyage of Rediscovery. And don't forget to also check out sas25th.com. That's S-A-S-25-T-H.com for everything fall 1998. We'll see you next time. And remember, if you're not back by 8 p.m., the ship will leave without you.